Okay. All right. Uh, First Kings, the eleventh chapter. Uh, and look at verses forty-two and forty-three. Thus, the time that Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel was forty years. Solomon slept with his fathers and was buried in the city of his father David, and his son Rehoboam reigned in his place. Uh, go back a page, if you're in the little Bible, to chapter 11, and <clears throat> look at verse 11 through 13. And So the Lord said to Solomon, Because you have done this, you have not kept my covenants and my statutes and I have commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom from you and will give it to your servant. Nevertheless, I will not do it in the, in the days uh, for the sake of your father David, but I will tear it out of your hands of your son. However, I will not tear it away from the kingdom, but I'll give one tribe to your son for the sake of my servant David and for the sake of Jerusalem, for which I have chosen. Okay, we'll say more about that. But let's pick up in chapter 12. It's on page 260. And I asked Art to read um, chapter 12, um, 1 through um, 21, and we'll go from there. Then Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel had come to Shechem to make him king. Now when Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, heard of it, he was living in Egypt. He was yet in Egypt where he had fled from the presence of King Solomon. Then they sent and called him, and Jeroboam and all the assembly of Israel came and spoke to Rehoboam, saying, Your father made our yoke hard. Now therefore lighten the hard service of your father and his heavy yoke, which he put on us, and we will serve you. Then he said to them, Depart for three days, then return to me. So the people departed. King Rehoboam consulted with the elders who had served his father Solomon while he was still alive, saying, How do you counsel me to answer this people? Then they spoke to him, saying, If you will be a servant to this people today and will serve them and grant them their petition and speak good words to them, then they will be your servants forever. But he forsook the counsel of the elders which they had given him and consulted with the young men who grew up with him and served him. So he said to them, What counsel do you give me that we may answer this people who have spoken to me, saying, Lighten the yoke which your father put on us? The young men who grew up with him spoke to him, saying, Thus you shall say to this people who spoke to you, saying, Your father made our yoke heavy, now you make it lighter for us. But you shall speak to them, My little finger is thicker than my father's loins. Whereas my father loaded you with a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father disciplined you with whips, but I will discipline you with scorpions. Then Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam on the third day, as the king had directed, saying, Return to me on the third day. And the king answered the people harshly, for he forsook the advice of the elders which they had given him, and he spoke to them according to the advice of the young men, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, but I will add to your yoke my father disciplined you with whips, but I will discipline you with scorpions. So the king did not listen to the people, for it was a turn of events from the Lord that he might establish his word, which the Lord spoke through Ahijah the Shilonite to Jeroboam the son of Nebat. When all 
Israel saw that the king did not listen to them, the people answered the king, saying, What portion do we have in David? We have no inheritance in the son of Jesse. To your tents, O Israel. Now look after your own house, David. So Israel departed to their tents. But as for the sons of Israel who lived in the cities of Judah, Rehoboam reigned over them. Then King Rehoboam sent Adoram, who was over the forced labor, and all Israel stoned him to death. And King Rehoboam made haste to mount his chariot to flee to Jerusalem. So Israel has been in rebellion against the house of David to this day. It came about when all Israel heard that Jeroboam had returned, that they sent and called him to the assembly and made him king over all Israel. None but the tribe of Judah followed the house of David. Now when Rehoboam had come to Jerusalem, he assembled all the house of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin, 180,000 chosen men who were warriors to fight against the house of Israel to restore the kingdom to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon. This is turning. This is the, this is the, big, <laughs> the big change. Israel. You know, when we were in, jo in, in Joshua, we saw them going into the promised land. And we talked, we talked about, about this. But here, we're, right now, we are beginning of a divided kingdom. The ten tribes to the north are called Israel from now on through Scripture. And the two little tribes to the south, Judah and Benjamin, are called Judah. They're one people but their divided kingdom. Ten tribes to the north, two tribes to the south. And it all started at the rebellion of Solomon. And the Lord said, I'm going to tear it from your hands. Not from your hand, but from your son's hand. Now part of the confusion when you go through here, Rehoboam and Jeroboam. <laughs> We've got... Uh, these names are familiar or similar. And then when we, when we go in the scripture, we'll see where they reference one to the other. So, as we go up to, uh, to verse, well, let's look at verse uh, 23 of chapter 12. Speaking to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, king of Judah, to tell the house of Judah and Benjamin and the rest of the people saying, Okay, go to, well, let me, let's continue to read there. Thus said the Lord, you must go up, you must not go up and fight your relatives, the son of Israel, but return to me every man to his house, for this thing has come from me. The me is the Lord speaking, it's capitalized there. And it goes back to chapter 11, verse 12 and 13, where he said, I'm going to tear it out of your hand. Uh, so they listened to the word of the Lord, returned and went their way according to the word of the Lord. The Lord. Now, verse 25. Last week we went back to the Ten Commandments. What was the first Ten Commandment? You shall love the Lord with all your heart. Number two, don't make any idol of anything. I'm a jealous God. Serve me. All right, verse 25 of chapter 12. Jeroboam built Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim, and he lived there. And he went out from there and built Penel. 
Jeroboam said in his heart, Now the kingdom will return to the house of David. If this people will go up and offer sacrifices to the house of the Lord in, in Jerusalem, then their heart of this people will return to their Lord and even to Rehoboam, king of Judah. They will kill me and return to Rehoboam, king of Judah. So the king counseled, made two golden calves. Where have we heard that before? Two golden calves. And he said to them, It's too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Behold, your God, O Israel, he brought you up from the land of Egypt. And he said, Bethel, and the other he put it down. Now these things became a sin for the people went to worship before one as far as Dan and he made the houses on high places. We talked about that last, that last week. Every time we see high places, it's an it's a altar to a foreign God. And he made houses on high places, made priests from among them who were not of the sons of Levi. Now Dan is way up here in the top. If I can get the right button here. Bill, we went to Israel last year. We went to Dan, and they still have a lot of the graven uh, uh, images in, oh. in, the, in the mountain sides yeah. right there. That's that's Dan right there. So it's it's way up up there. Okay, now we've come to the solid line that I drew on the on the chart, and we go back here. Number one is Jeroboam. And you see I've got it divided. Kings to the north, kings of Israel on the left-hand side of the sheet, kings of Judah, the southern kingdom. So we talk about Jeroboam, and we talk about Rehoboam. And they were both bad kings because they didn't do as the Lord uh, wanted them to do. Uh, let's pick up with number three there, and uh, let's go to, um, let's see, page 263, uh, the latter part of chapter 14, and there was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam, Rehoboam slept with the fathers, and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. His mother's name was A, uh, M A A, excuse me, N A A, -A that, that lady. And, and uh, uh, Abijah came king in his place. Chapter 15, verse 1. And it was the 18th year of King Jeroboam when the son uh, became king over Judah. And he reigned three years in his mother's name. Verse 3. And he walked in the sins of his father, which he had committed before him, and his heart was not devoted to the Lord his God like his father David. <clears throat> and we'll see this as we go on through there. Now, turn to chapter, uh, well, it's in the 15th chapter, page 264, page, uh, verse 25. Now, Nabath, the son of Jeroboam, became the king over Israel in the second year of Asa, king of Judah. You see what I'm saying? They reference 
the northern kingdom to the reign of the southern kingdom. And sometimes that gets confusing. Remember, Israel is the ten tribes to the north, and Judah is the two tribes to the south. And <clears throat> verse 26, he did evil in the sight of the Lord and walked in the way of his father. And this is important. And in his sin, which he made Israel sin. Now, we don't hear a lot about the people. We hear a lot about the kings. But the truth is, is, the, is the matter is, you, you follow the leader. In this particular case, the king. And the king turned their hearts from the Lord. The king turned their hearts from the Lord. History. History is true. History has repeated itself. History will repeat itself. There's a lesson for us to learn in all of this. The Lord said, if you obey my commandments, obey my testimony, obey me, stay true to me, I'll bless you. And we're redeemed Israel. And we're suffering the consequences from our leaders. I won't go any further than that. But if the Lord doesn't tarry or we don't change the leadership, we're headed for big, big trouble. Okay. <clears throat> Let's continue. Look at verse, um, uh, verse 9 of, of 1 Kings 15. And in the 20th year of Jeroboam, the king of Israel, Asa began to reign as the king of Judah. He reigned for 41 years. And all this is in your chart. Look at verse, <clears throat> verse um, uh, 33 of the same chapter. In the third year, Asa, king of Judah, Basha, the son of that guy, uh, became king over all of Israel, and he reigned 24 years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord and walked in the way of Jeroboam and his sin, which he made Israel sin. Look in chapter 16, verse 7. Verse 8, excuse me. This is the number 7th one on, on your chart. In the 26th year, Asa became king of Judah. Basha was over Israel, and he reigned two years. Two years. <clears throat> Verse 15. In the 27th year of Asa, king of Judah, this guy that starts with a Z, he reigned seven days. Now the people were in the camps. Look at verse 19. Because of his sin which he sinned, doing evil in the sight of the Lord, walking in the way of Jeroboam, in, the, in his sin which he did sin, making Israel sin. We go on down to verse 23. Number 9. In the, 20th, in the 31st year of King Asa, king of Judah, Oram came, became king over Israel. 
and reigned 12 years. Verse 25, Oram did evil in the sight of the Lord and acted more wickedly than all those who were with him. For he walked in the way of Jeroboam. Verse 29, Now Ahab, the son of Oram, became king in Judah, the 30th, in the 38th year of Asa, king of Judah, Ahab, the son of Oram, uh, reigned over Israel in Samaria 22 years. Ahab, the son of Oram, did evil in the sight of the, the Lord more than all who were with before him. And Ahab, does Ahab bring any bell to you? Yep. Got a little note in there. Who was Ahab's wife? Jezebel. Okay. All right, this is interesting because of what we studied in, in, in Joshua. Look down at verse 33 of the 16th chapter. Thus Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel than all the kings of Israel who were before him. In his days, Neil, the Bethite, built Jericho and laid its foundations with the loss of Abram, his firstborn. Hold your finger there and go to page 165. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember what, what Joshua said uh, to them uh, when they went across and they tore uh, Jericho down? You remember what he said? All right, look at verse 26 of chapter 6 of Joshua. Page 165, um, verse 26. Joshua made them take an oath at the time, saying, Cursed before the Lord is a man who raises up and builds the city of Jude of Jericho. With the loss of his firstborn, he shall lay its foundation. With the loss of its youngest son, he shall set up the gates. So the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame was in all the land. All right, go back to page 265, back to page 34. He set up the gates with the loss of his youngest, according to the word of the Lord, which he had spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun. 525 years later, <laughs> God doesn't forget. He doesn't forget what he said. And his words are true. Peter says, a day with the Lord is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. So he, he, he says, you built the walls of, of, of Jerusalem back, I'm going to take your firstborn. 525 years later they did, and God did. He took them back. So when you're looking at this chart, here, we we go we go on down. Let's skip down to page twenty, uh, number twenty three in the little blue square, and let's turn to page four hundred and eighty seven in in your text. Four hundred and eighty seven. <laughs> Can you figure out the significance of red there? Look at 487. 
Uh, MEC. All right. First, first verse of chapter 1 of the book of Isaiah. The vision of Isaiah, the son of Amos, concerning Judah and Jerusalem, which he saw during the, the reign of these four kings, Uzziah, Jetham, Hazel, and Zedekiah, the king over Judah. So these are in red. This is the period of time that that Isaiah prophesied, and this is where we're going to be. But it took, if you look at, now the dates are subjective because I, I took a chart that had these on there, and there were several, and I just picked out one. So it started with the second king at 926 B.C., and here we are at 785 B.C., plus or minus, who knows uh, exactly uh, when the date was. So these four kings were where, were where Isaiah prophesied. Now, what I want you to do is skip ahead again and go to, to the last page on here and look at number 32, which is 2 Kings 17. Page 281, 2 Kings 17. In the twelfth year of Isaiah, king of Judah, Hosea, the son of Eli, came king over Israel in Samaria, running nine years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, not only as the kings of Israel had done who, who were before him. Verse 5, Then the king of Assyria invaded the whole land and went up to Samaria and besieged it for three years. In the ninth year of, the, of Hosea, the king of Assyria came and captured Samaria, carried Israel away into exile, and settled them in with, with the Medes. Look over um, verse 22. And the sons of Israel walked in all the sins of Jeroboam, which they did. They did not depart from them until the Lord removed them from the sight, and he spoke through all his servants the prophets. So Israel was carried away into exile from their own land to their Assyria unto this day. So these ten tribes to the north <clears throat> my little dude's not working. Ten, tri ten tribes to the north were carried away into captivity. These were all taken into Assyria. Now you look at the dates I've got on there, that was around, that was around uh, 241 um, uh, B.C. Well, the two tribes to the south, 
which we know as Judah, they, hang, they hung on for about another 120 years. They hung on for about another 120 years. But now look at uh, number 41, which is 2 Kings, 2 Kings 25 through, uh, we're 25 and 11. <clears throat> Second Kings twenty five eleven. Then the rest of the people who were left in the city, and the deserters who had departed to the king of Babylon, and the rest of the people, Nebuchadnezzar the captain of the guard, carried them into exile. So, about uh, about. Uh, 596 B.C. These, this nation, these two little tribes were taken in that exile. God's chosen people. He brought them out of Egypt. They wandered in Sinai. They went on up here and they entered the land and they occupied it. They had 80 years of absolutely utopia under Solomon and, and David. They had all the money they could spend. They were peaceful on every side. And yet, Solomon, because he built high places, because he worshipped the gods of all his wives, and God told him, he said, don't do that. Don't marry those local girls. You know, they're going to lead you astray. They're going to lead you astray. And they did. And he says, I'm going to rip it from your hands. And it took them time, but they did. They ripped it from their hands. In the middle of all this, look on the, the bottom I've got there. There were people of the Lord that, that prophesied. The prophets of Judah, Obadiah, Joel, Jonah, Isaiah, and Michael. The prophets of Israel. And you see them listed there. So those prophets that Israel prophesied to this group to the north. The other ones prophesied to Judah the, to the south. And the main guy was Isaiah. And Isaiah, he, he said, you can repent. You can, you can turn. You can... You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. There's a lesson for us that we don't have to do this. We don't have to be in bondage. And yet, unless we just follow everybody and don't have any regard for the Word, where we're going... Uh, We'll wind, we'll wind up just like Israel of old did. Let me pause a minute. I've said a lot. I hadn't said a lot. Any questions? Have I confused you? Yes. I've confused you. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Wendy, I'm sorry I've confused you, darling. Uh, <coughs> In a nutshell, God
God said, you obey me. I'll be your God. Don't build an island. I'm jealous. You honor me and be with me. And they were rebellious. Even in the wilderness, they were rebellious. All the time in the... But he said, I've had enough. Especially when Solomon, who the Lord had spoken to directly two times. He spoke to Solomon directly two times. One time you know about, he said, you know, just give me wisdom. And he said, I'll do that. He said, not only have will I give you wisdom, I'll give you wealth and I'll give you peace. And he did. But David had warned his son. He said, don't follow. Don't mess up. Solomon messed up. Solomon messed up. And scripture says that he continued to follow the other people because he loved his wives. Plural. Loved his wives. Okay. God took them in the exile, in the captivity. Uh, in our Bible study, if you've been following through uh, the Bible study of, um, of um, I forgot the name of the ones we were following. The one Dr. Parks started us off in a year ago. We just got through reading Daniel. And when you read Daniel, you'll see uh, about these people that were taken in the northern no, they were in the southern kingdom. When Nebuchadnezzar came in there and besieged the temple, he took those people like Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and how the Lord honored them through captivity. Okay. So next week we're going to pick up in Isaiah chapter 1. This chart, you can start a fire with it or whatever you want to do uh, or put it up sometime and you refer to it. You won't know the time I've spent on it. <laughs> but in, in, anyway, um, we'll look at, at uh, these uh, things that uh, Isaiah prophesied in those particular times. And so we'll begin there next week. Bill, uh, do we know what happened to the guy that served seven days? No, sir. We know very little. There's interesting things in there. Uh, for instance, uh, I found it real interesting. Uh, Pat, do you know how many grandchildren you got? For me? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if, if you look at number 17 down there, uh, that's the only lady that served. She was a queen. And how she got to the throne was she killed all her grandchildren. But she forgot about one of them. She forgot about one of them. And so the prophet at that time and a nurse kept him hid for seven years. The Bible is better reading than any novel you could pick up. <laughs> better reading. And, and, and it shows that, that down there, his name was Josiah. And I got to, he reigned, he began reigning at seven years old. But the real reigning was the prophet. The prophet that, that snatched him from the burning and, and went on. There's, 
there's all kinds of beautiful things in this picture. I've taken enough time. But uh, um, I don't know if it was beneficial. I enjoyed I enjoyed studying part, and I hope you understand where we are, where we are, and where Isaiah is now with these four kings that he he stayed in, and you can see them how where Isaiah started out there with Uzziah, he reigned for 52 years, 16 years, 16 years, 29 years, and all of them were good kings except Ahaz. He was he reigned for 16 years, and he was a bad king because he didn't do he didn't do what the Lord asked him to do. Okay. See you next Sunday in here after the music with an appetite. Okay? Uh, I love you. Have a great day. Thank you for all your work. I know how much work that was. I, I, I enjoy doing it. I know you do. It's apparent because if you didn't, it wouldn't get done. <laughs> Fascinating. I'm I, writing down every word I can Oh, me. Oh, me, Pat. That was my whole reason for doing this, was to, to understand who Isaiah was, was prophesying to or whatever. So, yeah. I'll see you this and the other one.